All right, here we go. It's episode 86 of the Odds podcast. Jason Martinez, Harry Mays. Let me start here, Harry. Yeah. Get right into it. We got a, a tweet four minutes ago from Poppy to three, and he said, at Odds pod, at Harry Mays TU, at Jason Mert. Any Odds pods coming up, boys? Well, we saw that tweet. We decided, you know what? Let's do a show for Let's Poppy just do three. one. Yeah. Let's just do one live. Let's let's do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> we're we're a, a show on demand. You tweet yeah. that you want a show, and we magically pop up minutes later. Yeah, oh, your, oh. your your notifications went off from that Twitter feed, and you know you you texted me and said, "Hey, it's been a while since we've done one. Let's just go do one because the Sixers have made a trade. It is trade deadline day." And on the sports calendar, I don't know where that that falls, but it's kind of far down the list because it's it's all ESPN Woj hype typically that doesn't uh, that doesn't result in anything. But the Sixers have made a move and they acquired Buddy Heald for Marcus Morris and Furkan Korkmaz and a second round draft pick. So basically nothing. I like Morris in a, a small role here coming off the bench. Uh, because I, I think he added toughness and he, you know, he, um, he's a ve- good veteran, but giving him up to get a guy that can shoot the three, like Buddy Heald, uh, see you later. Uh, we've been talking about Buddy Heald since you were, you and I were back on the fanatic. I mean, yeah, even correct. when Rob Ellis and I were doing a show, I think he was in the draft that year because we brought this guy on from Louisiana. I think it might've been Bat- Baton Rouge or something. And uh, he, he covered like, I think Buddy Heald in high school. I, I forget what it yeah, was. Yeah, I remember Buddy, you guys had that guy. <laughs> yeah, Buddy Heald went to Oklahoma to play college ball. Correct. But I think he was from Louisiana, somewhere where this guy had a a lot of knowledge about him. And we brought him on to discuss it. And he kept on referring to him as Buddy Gild instead <laughs> of Buddy Heald. Like, not Buddy Guy, either, the, the great blues musician. Yeah. But, buddy gild and we we played his drop for the, the whole next rest of the year wow <laughs> i'm saying that <laughs> sal chunas the chunas still laughs at it to this day in fact i just got a text uh from him and he copied rob in <laughs> it's funny how we never forget about this shit where it's like the listeners 2016 yep. that was when that was wow how old is Buddy Hill's got to be north of 30 now, no? Well, I mean, he was a senior or junior or senior in college in 2016. That was only eight years ago. Yeah, that's eight years ago. He could have been like 22. He's got to uh, – let me look here. Me well, look. it was the draft that Ben Simmons was in, and this guy was telling us not to draft Ben Simmons. We should draft Buddy Guild. And Maybe he was right. And he was right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's thirty-one, Harry. He oh, he's thirty-one. December. Okay, yeah. so he stayed in college. Uh, he might have stayed all the all the three or four years, which wow. they don't do anymore. But yeah, so forty percent from three. He's averaging over his career. Uh, been with a couple of teams, fifteen point seven points per game. So it's a nice addition for the perimeter for the Sixers. Who knows? They might not be done. There was talk that they were looking at Boyan Bogdanovich and maybe a backup big man. Uh, because of this whole Embiid situation, which I got to tell you, Sunday night, last Sunday night, I went to bed at like 8.30. Okay, I was watching the golf. I was shot. And uh, I wake up in the morning because I wanted to get up to watch the golf, which I thought was going to finish on Monday because they had all this awful weather on the West Coast and canceled the Sunday round. 
Turns out at 945, they canceled the tournament, period. So it reverted back to who was winning after three rounds to win. And I'm like, you know, I got all this fantasy, all these bets and all this shit. I'm like, are you kidding me? No golf. And then I see Embiid is out and he's having surgery. Like it was an have surgery on his meniscus or something, right? The flap. After the, yeah, after he, I mean, he had the injured knee and then he had the guy fall on him in gold in the Golden State game. It looked awful. It looked like it was like what hyperextended or whatever. It looked painful. And so now he's out, what, six to eight weeks. I, you know, they hope for him to come back. I looked where in six to eight weeks is. Uh, it's going to bring you right up to about seven to 10 games left in the regular season. Yeah, April, if, they were basically right. Well, yeah, like they, I, I would figure they'd bring him back at home. And the home games, Wednesday, March the 27th, at home against the Clippers. That would be interesting because the Clippers are the hottest team in basketball right now with James Harden, too. Or Tuesday, April 2nd, they host Oklahoma City, who's the number one team right now in the West. I would think maybe one of those, one of those games. But either way, it would be seven or ten games left in the regular season, which they'd use to maybe ramp him up yeah. for the playoffs because he's, he's going to get out of shape. We all know this. This happens, it seems like, every year where he gets yeah. hurt and then he gets out of shape and then the playoffs start and he's out of gas. Yeah. Like, he can't just give you what he – you know, was giving you, and he was on record for a, like a, an unbelievable season. It's such a shame that this guy was on fire. Yeah, you know, and, and the thing is, is you know, when he comes back, it wh- what's going to be sustainable, right? How, can he play a lot of minutes? Is this surgery going to repair? But is there going to be a period of time of a weakened knee? Like you say, he's already going to be out of shape. Yeah, out of basketball shape, probably running yeah. the floor and the whole thing. But yeah. You know, when he comes back, is he gonna is he gonna be able to be as dominant as he was? Because let's face it, he's more been more dominant this year than he's ever been. I know, yeah. The way he was playing, even in last year's MVP season. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, people are freaking out because now he won't be eligible for the MVP. Oh, Harry, we have I to know. cancel that. I went to Broad Street today, as a matter of fact, for two reasons to get one, your share. Well, one to pour one out for for God Gorkmash. Uh, Did the cuz tell me he was on untra- he was on a. He, he was an untouchable at one point. He loved him at one point. Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> Shoot the three. Perimeter. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So I had to go. I had to go pour one out. I poured out a Diet Coke for Fork Furcon this morning. Okay. I had to get rid of my lawn chair that I had there for the parade. Was it still there? Yeah. Well, oh, well wow. that was the parade after the. I left that lawn chair there, Harry, after they beat the Chinese national team and Ben shot a three. I think was that the last three he took? The only three he took, Harry, and made. Oh God! <laughs> Besides his videos on Instagram, right? Uh, with the the shot guy drew. Uh, what was that? Drew guy's Hanlon, name? I think it was. He yeah, was like drew five Han- foot ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shooting threes over me. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! Um, but yeah, I went and removed that lawn chair. It's a little rusty, Harry. Uh huh. Frankly, yeah. And I'm surprised it's there and it survived what's going on in the city. Wow! It did have a couple bullet holes in it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's par for the course. Yeah, but oh, Fur- Furcon Corkmaz won't see him oh, no more. Man. Oh, the Furcon Corkmaz era has ended. Oh, I can't um, wait for a tribute video for Furcon Corkmaz. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is this? The NHL? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. And speaking of, uh, well, well, we'll get to the Flyers, but the um, the you, this is really kind of key the Sixers right now are 30 and 20 and they're fifth in the Eastern Conference and you know uh that the top six 
don't have to play in those play-in games. Okay, seven through ten, there's a play-in. It's extra games to get into yeah. the actual real playoffs. So there's a risk here where the Sixers fall out because they've lost what seven of their last eight games yeah, without be without a beat. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Melton's hurt. Maxi missed some games. He was hurt and he was sick or something. Uh, Tobias missed a game or two through that stretch. But now. They're only a couple games ahead of Indiana in the sixth spot. So they'd fall into that seven to 10 group, which, you know, you don't want to be in that group because then you got to play extra games. Any extra games. The the NBA is idiotic for adding this element. Yeah. Because, first of all, you already have players sitting out. Right. Because there's too many, too many damn games that don't mean a ton. And now you're going to add extra games to a league where star players are sitting out. That's as. Tone deaf as it gets yeah. wow. for the league. That is mid-season tournament. I mean, what oh, are we I doing know. here? Well, thank goodness the Lakers were able to hang a banner because yeah. they, you know, they, they stink right now. And there's actual rumors that LeBron might get traded today. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. But they, he was touring Malvern Prep last week, Harry. Oh, he was? <laughs> I thought it was Devin Prep that he was actually at. No, why would he go to Devin Prep when Malvern Prep's there, Harry? Huh? <laughs> conflicting reports i, mean, I remember when you, for when Bronny. You, i remember when you rolled that out that was classic <laughs> uh, my sources indicate yeah <laughs> sources indicate to me oh man uh, and the funny <laughs> did you do your bro call when you did that was that probably yeah because I, I, any I, excuse I, yes the yeah. the nbc nightly news theme yeah. <laughs> But you mentioned those seven to 10 spots, you know, that might be the only way to to get the Lakers into the playoffs. And, you know, they want LeBron as, you know, on TV as much as possible. Yeah. Right. Is LeBron open to a trade, Harry? Uh, I'm not sure. There was some rumor he was, he had a New York Knicks towel and was spotted using a New York Knicks towel. So people are running with that. Like he might have interest in the, in the Knicks. I so, couldn't so, care less. So the Knicks sent him a talent said, we're going to try and trade for you. Get this into one of your social media. Right, right, right. Let, let Woj see it or Stephen A to see, see with this stupid towel. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it, so. This whole thing where, like, people freaking out when they see something, like, in the background of somebody's house on a – on an Instagram reel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. a bobblehead there. Right. Of, uh, Patrick Ewing. He must be going to the Knicks, Harry. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, where do you want to go? The Eagles or the Flyers? Uh, hold on. Let's say hello to a few people here on the stream. First of all, Joey B checking in from Colorado. Greetings. Oh, oh man. From, from snowy Colorado. Okay. And Joey B also says two black hoodies from the suburbs today. Yeah. You got the black hoodie on today, Harry. Yeah, I got my swing it and ding it hoodie on. Oh, so you, you got to send yeah. me one of those. I like merch. Yeah. There's merch. That's your that's your golf podcast. You yeah. do Jeff Moore, the Moose. Yeah, and Danielle Ma- uh, Matthews. Yes. Yes. Uh, Joey said, uh, the OG's uh, podcast should be on Radio Row next year. Um, I disagree. You disagree? <laughs> well, where's the Super Bowl next year? I don't year? know. I think, is it New Orleans next year? Could be. It might be. I all the the OG's pod does not have a booth because Tony Bruno loves Radio Row. Oh, he's out there. I know. Yeah, he's I out there. Videos. Yeah, Miss Rob. Are you shooting, Miss Robin? <laughs> he had um, he had Baldy and the Cuz on, on the that. show the other day. Uh, Anthony and Baldy was in a Baldy was in a beautiful shoot. He was Baldy dressed to the nine. Oh, right? he looked like, great. 
He, he looked like Paulie Walnuts when Chrissy was getting made, right? Yeah. He, had the, he had the hanky, the whole thing, right? right? And yeah. Anthony's in there in a Fila sweatsuit. Right. Was it Fila? <laughs> I didn't even know if I thought I it might have been a Russell. That's a, I, think <laughs> I thought it was because a better style than that. The Fila old... was at the cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only guy who takes his sweatsuits to the dry cleaner. <laughs> He's got the plastic on the Fila hanging in yeah. the hotel room right now. On the yes. wire hanger. The next Super Bowl... Uh, Super Bowl 59 is in Nolens. Okay. That's okay. always a good spot, though. Yeah. For a Super Bowl. No question Absolutely. about it. Uh, but no, I don't think that we'll be there on Radio Row. I doubt uh, it. Yeah. You've done Radio Row. I've done Radio yeah. Row. It, it's it's a bit of a shit show. It's overrated. I'm yeah. glad I did it. Guys hawking stuff. That's all it is. Is these, yeah. you know, these former athletes, some of them are big time and some of them are, are like, who's this guy? And, and they're always hawking a product, you know, because they're looking to make some money. And that's all they want to talk about when they sit down. Like, mm-hmm. I always bring up the story of a couple years ago when it was in Atlanta, and I went down with Shander. Oh, and and because uh, we, it was right before we started to go on 97.3 ESPN with, you know, Mike Gill's station. Yeah. And um, we were doing, uh, you know, the amazing Aton thing with, uh, with Jacob. And he had us down there in, in, in an Airbnb. And then we had a radio row spot and we did shows for like three or four days. And one of the days, Aton, of course, who had 19 jobs, was doing a, like a two hour show on some other network. I forget where it was. And Jerry Rice was coming on his show because uh, Jerry Rice was making the rounds at this time. It was like in the morning, like 10 to noon or something. I yeah. Think we had. And we we did our show like noon to two or whatever. So he's doing this show, and here he's, he's yeah, Jerry Rice is coming on today. So I walk over, and I watch this whole thing happen. Jerry Rice comes off. He's carrying a bottle of cognac, Hennessy, I believe it was. And he's repping Hennessy. Sits down with all these handlers. They've always got like four or five yep. uh, women around them, which are the PR people. You know, and yeah. they've got their list, and they've got their time, their stopwatch, because they can only spend six minutes here, and then they got to go down the, you know, yep. down the road to sit with Mike Francesa or whatever. So Rice sits down, and Aton had all these questions he was going to ask. He was ready for. He was prepared, right? He asked him one question. Rice pivots to Hennessy. It goes yeah. right into the like the spiel of you know the product. Yeah. Aton tries to ask another question, pivots to Hennessy. Interview was over. He's moved on. That was it. Yeah, what a way. We've got five times Super Bowl uh participant right. Jerry Rice. Greatest here. receiver ever, maybe the best football player ever. Some people yep. put him in that category. Yeah. And he all he wants to talk about is Hennessy. Yeah. Let me tell you about right guard. You know, it's like, yeah. oh right. God. <laughs> or, and they're repping some of the some products that it's just like out of nowhere right old spice always had guys roaming yeah. around yeah yeah <laughs> the deodorants got the body there. wash yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have the body oh, spray the yeah yeah you got i'm an axe man i like the axe body spray i get the whole thing <laughs> you remove the sweatsuit oh, yeah. and you just need shovel spray yeah it's beautiful <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that, that that's exactly what those interviews are. Wow. Um, I remember when Mike and I were there in, at the one in New York. Remember they had Oh, yeah. The, you guys only went up for the day, though, right? Well, I, I, I went back and forth. Mikey Miss had a hotel. Oh, boy. That's an outrage. Wow. Isn't it, Harry? Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, there's first-class citizens, Harry. 
and second class citizens. I was second. I was taking, I was schlepping that train from 30th Street every day we went up. I think it was three days we went up there. See, now there's where the program director should have stood up, should have stood up for his talent and said, listen, if we're going up there, I got no problem with it, but you're getting him a hotel room too. Yeah. You know, see, that's never happened. We got to find a sponsor. I mean, you know, you could stay in Hoboken. Yeah. You know, the Hagian has a relationship with Jerry Rice, speaking of which. Well, of course, he was on his station. He had it like a paid gig, I think. Yeah. He, he hired every week. Yeah. And yeah. And you know that Nahagian just, he, let me ask you a question. Oh, yeah. Well, he loves that. Yeah. He loves that, man. Yeah. He loves Jerry. Look, and Jerry Rice is, is oh, he's great, man. He's he, he? actually seems like a good dude. Yeah. If he's not hawking Hennessy. Right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm not interested in going back. Apparently, uh, Bruno was talking about back in the day and, uh, your name was mentioned from the, from Radio Row House. You're there in spirit. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. (laughs) This guy goes, no one's listening. He goes, take back, take back fanatic middays. They'll get you in. in. We'll get you. We gotta get you in. (laughs) I remember when you brought that up to me, you go. You come walking back with your, with your Clint Eastwood walking into the town to paint it red, you know, kind of stammer that you have right. in the morning, or my where, Dustin Johnson walk, yeah, up eighteen, right, uh-huh. where where your attitude comes in thirty seconds before you enter, right, cutting it with a puss, and you go, do you ever notice? That Anthony always says to everybody, we gotta get you in. <laughs> I was everybody. the one, I was the one who tipped you off to that. Yes, that was you. <laughs> He's like, oh, yo, Bob from the Northeast is on. We gotta get you in. <laughs> he wanted to bring everybody into the studio. I know. I know. Well, you know, on Thursday or Fridays, they they would have people sitting out on the couch. Oh, yeah. Right? Eating hers. Eating the hers chips, some of the strong and, and the primo hoagies, and then we yeah. walk in there, and the lettuce is all over the place, and the orange dust from the chips is all in the microphone. It's a total mess. Yeah, it smelled like a deli. It did. It did. It did not smell like a studio. It, it smelled like a deli half the time in there. I worked in a deli, Harry. So right. I know that smell. You know that smell. Yeah, you yeah. cannot get it off your hands. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so. Um, not, but you know, you got the Super Bowl this weekend though, Har. Yeah. And big red goes back. What for a fifth time. And he's looking, looking for his third. Yeah. He's looking to start to get into the conversation. You know, I I don't know how many it'll take to topple Belichick is the greatest coach of all time in the NFL, but he's starting to get into the conversation. Well, the greatest coach of all time is Vince Lombardi. In my opinion. Yeah, but how can you judge it? Because the well, NFL, mean his name is on the trophy. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. All right. He's that, nine. He's won nine out of ten playoff games. You know, come on, stop. Yeah. This Lombardi love, like we don't yeah. know how good Lombardi was. He was good. Okay. Hey, I read. I read the book when Pride Still Mattered. I know a little bit more about him. Is that right, Harry? Yeah, it's a tremendous book. Tremendous. Uh, of course, Vince Lombardi uh, attended Fordham University. Correct. Part of the seven blocks of granite. Yes. Actually right. uh, played football with a friend of mine's grandfather. Is that right? And they were roommates. Yes. Uh, he's a legendary coach at Ridley. Oh, Mar- wow. Bill Marion. Oh, Ridley's had a tremendous program for, for yep. years. Yeah. His, 
his grandfather was the the stadium's Phil Marion Stadium. Okay. And uh, his dad's name is Phil Marion Jr. Mm. And his brother's name is Phil Marion the third. And my buddy Chris Marion, uh, yeah, his father was uh, grandfather was tight. Tight, tight with Vince Lombardi. <laughs> I bet at Fordham yeah. University. That's then the Lombardi went on to uh, be with the New York Football Giants. Him and Tom Landry were the coordinators for the Giants. Correct. And both of them, I mean, Landry's in that conversation. Uh, you know, with top five, ten coaches. I mean, you got to put Lombardi, um, Shula, Belichick, Landry, Belichick, um, Andy Reid. Um, Hank Stram, Joe, Joe, Joe Gibbs. No, I didn't put Stram in there. Yeah, Gibbs Joe, would probably be in there. Yeah, Joe Gibbs won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. He's in. Yeah, Parcells, I'd put in. I think Parcells was a tremendous football coach. Yeah, he's in. Um, like Parcells would be a notch down. You think? From, from great coach, no doubt about it. You know the Super Bowls with Phil Sims and Hostetler. Um, you, you look back at you know his career, but he's a notch down. He, that upper crust yeah. of Lombardi, Belichick, probably, you know, Andy's kind of Andy's, not Andy's very close to crust. that. He gets number three. He's an immortal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's think- an immortal already. I mean, the fact that he's been in two jobs for what now? 25 years. Yeah. Now, he is 258, 144 in one lifetime. Okay, that's a 64%. I remember that tie. Win clip. Yes. <laughs> McNabb didn't McNabb. know. McNabb. Yes. Uh, that's a 64% win clip. With the Eagles, he is 58.583. wins, 93 losses, and that immortal tie. With Kansas City, okay, in less games, 71.5% win clip. Wow. 128 wins. He needs two more wins with Kansas City to equal what he's done with in Philadelphia, and it's four less years. Yeah, that's incredible. He, he he's he's turned into a great coach. And he I mean he was a good coach when he was here. Yeah. Double digit wins in ten of eleven seasons in Kansas City. Jeez. And that first year, he went nine and seven. Yeah. Okay. So no, he wasn't far off. Uh, exactly. Eight of fourteen seasons with Philly. The difference is McNabb to Mahomes. Mahomes. I mean, yeah. that's it. He, he finally got the quarterback that he wanted. That could get over the hump. Yeah. Like yeah. McNabb was a really good player. And yeah. But, but did, did you see what Asante Samuel said about him this week? No, I did not. Asante, I did not had know. Asante Samuel sighting this week. Asante has his own podcast. Who doesn't, Harry? Well, I know, but. Uh, if, <laughs> Um, reading the headline here, and then I read the article. I'll give you some uh, some cuts from it, some quotes. Legendary Eagles quarterback was babied. Ex-teammate says, not held, quote-unquote, accountable. So we didn't r- win the ring. So obviously, you know, like we're talking about Andy Reid, it comes up with the Eagles. And uh, Asante went in on this and said, Andy Reid would have won more Super Bowls if we were able to apply more discipline to Donovan McNabb. If we were able to hold him accountable more and not treat him like a baby, end quote. Wow. He went on to say that in Philadelphia, the Eagles offense would run a simple play in practice. This is right with no defense and McNabb uh, would often throw the ball into the dirt instead of 
frustration or lashing out from Reed or the coaching staff, nothing happened. So Asante's quoted as saying that, how are we not going to execute a ball from the quarterback to the receiver without anybody out there, let alone when someone goes out there? So he approached the coach about it. He went to Reed to express his dissatisfaction. Okay, Asante, this is Reed's response, according to Asante. Asante, it's your job to discipline and reprimand any of the players on the team. That's your job. Leaders wow. take care of that. So I Asante was confused. Well, well, I mean, I, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, a lot of times peer criticism and peer accountability is more effective than coach accountability. Because you, you're fine disappointing a coach from time to time. Right. But you don't want to disappoint the guy stays next to you that goes to war with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. But I mean, that's your you, job. you can see how that a better job, but that's your job. <laughs> You could see how that could sort of fracture a locker room a little Absolutely. bit. Whether you know they're seeing like what the hell is he doing? And you know, I mean, Donovan had that goofy, that sort of uh, personality that was really kind of like passive aggressive. It was, but it was also sort of a deflection. Mm -hmm. You know, like where he'd just laugh things off when he, you know, when inside he really wasn't laughing, but he'd give you that appearance that everything's cool. And I just always thought he was kind of a goof. Yeah personality wise i think he used that i agree with you i think he used that as a protection mechanism yeah i do to not have to deal with some things like like when the rush limbaugh thing happened i think he kind of laughed it off initially oh yeah and, yeah. and he could have like, taken a stand or he could, you know things like that but he didn't he was a leader but he wasn't a guy that was willing to take on the big things mm -hmm. and that will i totally agree i think that will fracture a locker room accountability is either for everyone or it's for no one right you know and I, I know quarterbacks in the NFL get treated differently. Yeah. And, and they should. Right, right. But only to an extent. It can't be no accountability for that player. A quarterback in practice should still be able to get reamed out, get his ass reamed if he's practicing like shit. Right. And, and you're heading into a big game. Everybody's ratcheted up, and the quarterback's throwing it into the dirt in a defenseless situation. With no defense. Yeah. 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 Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that I understand Asante's frustration there now uh, i imagine when sante said these quotes he was fucking buckled yeah maybe because i i possibly i used to do a show uh from kaminsky's and cherry hill monday nights during football season kaminsky's yeah it was a bar there and it, it would be like from six to seven or seven to eight on leading into monday night football uh -huh. and on when i was i was at wip at the time and we would do the show i did it um, the one season with a mixture of Sheldon Brown oh, yeah. and Quentin Michael. So okay. one week it was Sheldon, one week it was Quentin, every other week and we went through the season. Quentin was good on the air. How, awesome. how was Sheldon on the air? I don't remember. Better. Was he? Not, okay. I don't know about better, but they were both great. Yeah. I remember Sheldon, because that was the year he broke out the Jason Voorhees mask. He brought it to the show. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> he walked into Kaminsky's with it on. It was fantastic, right? Yeah. Um, so neither of them could show up one week late in the season. It's in like November. So they got Asante Samuel to come. Okay. I'm doing the show with him. This yeah. dude came in like he just walked out of Cheech and Chong's caddy. <laughs> <laughs> he was so ripped. I couldn't even talk to him. He fell out of the van with Spicoli. Oh, yeah, exactly. 
He got the vans and he's bagging them on his head. That's yeah. my skull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, wow. He was ripped. I mean, eyes were. And uh-huh. he, he was just, he was, he had some good herb. I'll tell wow. you that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I was forewarned that that would be the case. Right. Well, how was he on the air? Uh, he Very chill. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I don't even know if he knows he was there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But there was a lot of people there because he didn't do a lot of those public things and sign. Mm-hmm. So we would do the show. And then at the end. Yeah. All the autograph whores. I, I couldn't stand oh, those people. Because, oh, you know, I did all those shows. Helmets. Yeah. I did the Dawkins show. And there'd be yeah. same people lined up every week with different memorabilia that they wanted him to sign and us. Put on, to put on eBay. Exactly. Yeah. They bring up like four mini helmets, a couple of pictures. Yeah. Well, that's why he would personalize it. Like he yeah. made sure to personalize because then you can't sell it. Yeah, because you, then you can only sell it to a Harry. Right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. frankly, there's not that many Harrys out there. No, no. Not. <laughs> All right. A couple other New Eagles things. I saw something the other day. I forget where I saw it, intimating that maybe just Jason Kelsey isn't retiring. Did you see that? I don't think he's going to retire, Harry. You don't. I, I, I just my belly tells me that he's going to come back for one more. Wow. Because he didn't yeah. like the way it ended. I, I think that's part of it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's obviously had a great career. He's the longest tenured athlete. He and Sean Couturier came in the same year. Oh, longest cooch. tenured athlete. Yeah. Tenured athlete in the city. Uh-huh. He's won a Super Bowl. He's the spiritual leader of the sports scene in Philadelphia, yeah. not just the Eagles. Yeah. And I don't think that he likes the way it ended. Well, yeah, that might that may be true, but I'm not surprised that he really hasn't officially addressed it yet because he doesn't want to take all any shine off of his brother, you yep. know, who's trying to run down a Super Bowl. So, you know, if anything, it'll probably happen on his podcast with his brother for sure. Long after the super after after they both get back from vacation. Yeah. After you Kansas know. City beats the 49ers and the celebration of the Super Bowl is over. Wow. Then he will uh, address it with Travis Kelsey and, wow. and Taylor Swift for that matter, Harry. Well, we'll we'll get to that, but there's another <laughs> Eagles, there's another Eagles nugget. And I'm sure you saw this. It was announced this week that the Eagles will be opening their season on a Friday a Friday night yeah, in Brazil. Sao Paulo, Brazil, where they run an F1 race, don't they? At Interlagos, Harry. There which you means go. Around the lake in uh, Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, right. That's They speak down there in Brazil. Yeah, of course. They speak in Brazil, Portuguese. They speak Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah, I, I race with a guy down there. I know that because of soccer, not because yeah. of F1. But, yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, so what do you think about that? It's a home game, too. Yeah, so, so they lose a game at Lincoln Financial Field. Right. Um, is it? Is it a year where they had the extra home game? They have nine, I believe. So, yes. So, they still have eight home games at Lincoln Financial Field. And the ninth, well, it'll be the first. But, um, look, that's a big ask, man. That's a big ask for Eagle fans to travel to Sao Paulo, Brazil. You know, that's not like going to Mexico. Right, right. You know, Mexico is easy. Yeah. Well, London's pretty easy, too, isn't it? I mean. More difficult than Mexico, but easier. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're going, you're going down the South. Pa- I mean, that's a big, big ask. Yeah. I mean, what's the flight time from Philadelphia to Sao Paulo? I don't know. I went to Aruba, but that's, you know, not even that's near, uh, that's near Venezuela, which is on yeah. the Northern side of South America. 
but this Brazil's way down, you know, way down there, man. Jesus, it's. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the flights right now, Harry. Mm-hmm. It's a 13 hour flight. Right. 1400 bucks on Delta. But, but you got those, you know, mommy culos all over Brazil. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's pretty good. Finally you know, manicured greens down there, too, Harry. Yeah, they all have a Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not getting that on, you know, on Delco or on South Street. Yeah. Okay. If you're if you're doing a game in Europe, you, th- those are not finally uh, uh, manicured greens over there. Right, which I prefer that. Very anyway, but I I prefer that. But that's for another story. Especially in Germany, Harry. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, you know, that's a place where a lot of people probably you know haven't visited. I mean, it'd be a cool thing to sort of work in a vacation to Brazil. Yeah, you know. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's look, it's very unique. Obviously, yeah. Um, I'd rather see the Eagles play. In, in Dublin, to be honest with you, but Dublin, yeah, I, I mean Ireland. You got all the pubs, the whole thing. Pubs, um, we have pubs yeah. here. Yeah, I know. Um, but the thing about that is, is you know they're below the equator, so right now they are entering their fall into winter. Well, yeah, their fall begins when our spring begins. Yes. Yeah. So they're they're inverted from us. So right. I don't know what the weather is like in September. Uh, down in Sao Paulo. Well, it's probably too warm for you. Well, it, it, it I think Sao Paulo is pretty north in Brazil as well, isn't it? I'm not sure. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know a ton about it. So. I mean, you're the one who watches all this F1 crap. You don't know where it is? Uh, I don't. Jesus. But I, I do know that a storm can come blowing. It's a huge city, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 13-hour flight to Sao Paulo. I mean, that is a haul. Yeah. Now they're not going to play any of the division games down there. Uh, so it would be either, let's see, Atlanta, Carolina. So we don't know the opponent yet. No, not yet. But Atlanta, Carolina, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Sao Paulo is pretty south, by the way, in Brazil. <laughs> it's Green weird. Bay or Jacksonville. Now, who would you, would you rather play the Jacksonville Jaguars in Sao Paulo, Harry? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, frankly, so. either them or Atlanta. I don't want to play Dougie P with Dougie yeah. P because I want to play Cleveland at home because I want some of those mooks from Cleveland to come in here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you got to think of it from a marketing perspective as well. Does the NFL want Jacksonville there? The it's NFL just, wants Jacksonville anywhere but Jacksonville, it seems. Yeah, exactly. So do they <laughs> want to put them in a marquee week one matchup against the Eagles or any teeth to that? Yeah. If you're not going to do a division game. Well, you're not. Then, I mean, you're not going to burn yeah. a division game down there, no. are you? No. No. So, How about the Stillers? No, because that's the Battle of Pennsylvania. You don't want the Battle of Pennsylvania to take place, the Keystone State Battle, okay. in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Well, that's what I'm saying. The, yeah. Their road schedule, their home schedule stinks outside of Pittsburgh and Green Bay. And you, you don't want to burn a Green Bay game. You want that at the link, don't you? Yeah, but that may be a game that's got a tremendous marketability. You got to think of this from the NFL standpoint, not from a Harry Mays standpoint. Yeah. They want two franchises to have cachet. Mm-hmm. You don't send a non cachet franchise like the Jacksonville Jaguars down the South. Well, Paulo it would group. be Dougie P against the Eagles. Yeah, nobody cares about that. Nobody cares? No. In, in Sao Paulo, they don't. They want to create a scene down there. 
They're, they're not going to sell a bunch of uh, Jacksonville Jaguar merch okay. at the Sao Paulo Wawa's, <laughs> yeah. Harry. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're still wearing the uh, uh, 2023 Super Bowl champion 40, or, uh, Philadelphia Eagles jerseys down there. The, oh, yeah, the, the ones that... The ones that don't win. Yeah. They all, all the hats and T-shirts, Harry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, you're right. They probably are. They also have the, the 2000. What year did the Eagles win the Super Bowl? 16, 17? No, it 17. was uh, 17. Season. Yeah. Yeah. They have the uh, Patriots 2017 Super Bowl t shirts. Right. Too. Yeah. Now, Joey B out. says Eagles fans in a Brazilian jail. No bueno. Yeah. yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have a jail at the Sao Paulo Stadium. Yeah. You got to, you got to, you got to. I'll tell you, Sao Paulo is really far down there, Harry. It is. Yeah. Very. So it's below Rio. Um, let me see. Here. Let me bring up the. I'll bring up the map here. Bring up the, the map. Let's get to the map here. Let's go to the map. Uh, share screen and Sao Paulo. Here we go. So, as you can see uh, here on the map, Harry. Yes. Let me get rid of this on the side. Can you? Enlarge? Here is. It's all the way down there. I'm well, not. Sh- it's the so you're coming dot. from here all the way down to here. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Well then that's. So Sao Paulo's here. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's slightly below. west of Rio de Janeiro. Oh, west. Okay, so it's very close to Rio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's probably an easy flight. You could probably hit both on that flight. It's probably yeah. an easy jump right along the coast here. Go into the Amazon. Yeah. You got yeah. Paraguay. Yeah, I always, Ur- see Bol- I always wanted to see Bolivia. Or Uruguay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Bolivia. Yeah. <laughs> Can we go to Chile? We go to, to Colombia, to the Medellin. <laughs> Baldy loves Colombia. Don't cry but, for me, Argentina. If they if they go down there together, and you know, you know, Anthony would oh. want to go because he yeah. loves to travel, right? We'll drive. Yeah, that's what he. We'll take an RV. We'll take the show on the road. Yes. Drive right through Central America. Wait, Guatemala. How are you going to get across the Panama Canal? Cause we're going to swim on Baldy's back. <laughs> oh god oh, i'm dying yeah, i'm dying this is totally off the rails today it is it is it's an outrage yeah so. uh but yeah um i you know the more i think about it i'm kind of into it yeah i know so am i i kind of talked myself into it yeah um <laughs> joey because merton his wife can drive the uh the jeep down there oh yeah right, right here the new jeep yeah down, drive that through the amazon <laughs> <laughs> That would be pretty good. I want to find a nice somebody with a nice big plate in her lip. <laughs> We're gonna boat down the Amazon. There's the Medellin up there, Harry. That's in Colombia. That's in Colombia. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the Bogota cartel. Bogota. Bogota. Oh yeah. It's Bogota. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else you want to hit? Because I got I got some more stuff. Oh, speaking of of ga- you know games at a different type of location, Stadium Series is coming up, Harry, a week from Saturday. Oh yeah. Yeah, Flyers and the Devils coming up on uh, what is it, the seventeenth? Uh, MetLife. Yes, eight p.m. Yeah. And I'm starting to get all my uh, all the uh, emails about the you know the timing and where I'm going to be for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is so. I did. I'm trying to think how many outdoor games I've done. <coughs> I did 2010 at um, Fenway. Okay. 2012 at Citizens Bank Park. Right. That was against the Rangers. Wasn't there one at the link too? Yep. They did the the, the stadium series game in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. 
okay. uh, in 2015, I want to say. Then they did Lincoln Financial Field in 2000 or no 2016 and 18. Okay, 18 at Lincoln Financial Field when Drew scored that overtime winner in the rain. Oh boy, yeah, it was that was Simmer's last game here as a Flyer, by the uh. way. And so I guess I've only done four. I, I feel like there's one more in there that I'm missing, but um, and this is so this will be the fifth or sixth outdoor game that I've done. And for all outdoor games, Harry, I've been right on the glass. Oh yeah, so. Yeah, and we'll there be, wasn't we'll, one in Washington, was there? No, not that the Flyers were not in. for the Flyers. Okay, so oh. I, I will once again this time be on the glass at MetLife Stadium. Nice. As the Flyers will take on the Devils. I saw the other night when I was watching the Flyers and the Panther that they showed some video of them pu- beginning to put down the 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 rink. Yep, beginning to build it and everything. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty amazing how they how they do that. It, it's um, become like like just piecing it together is they've done it so many times now mm-hmm. that they've kind of perfected. Like they got this track. It's like going to see, you know, Metallica, they go into a town and they set it up and then they break it down in a day. There are going to be two games there. Flyers are going to play the devils. Rangers are going to play the Islanders. Oh, wow. Success. But let me ask you about this, Harry, because the pregame on Saturday uh, entertainment is the Jonas brothers. Oh my. That's the pre. That really? is the pregame entertainment. Huh? Jeez, why? When Nickelback wasn't available, <laughs> good Canadian Lord. band, Our Lady Peace. Oh God! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so it's the Joe. I don't. I guess they're going for mass appeal. Hmm. I don't know. No, I'm not really into. I'm out on all this game entertainment stuff. Yeah, I'm really out on it. Yeah, I don't uh, need it. They don't need that to bring me in, okay? They, no, never, you, they never did. Show me a good game that's good enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll whatever. check out, and you'll pour yourself a, yeah. a couple airplane bottle, Harry right. Mays pour, while uh, so-and-so is doing the halftime show. Who's doing wow. the halftime show this weekend, Harry? It's Usher. Usher? Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't he – he performed years ago, and they, wasn't he the one that pulled the nipple out of Janet Jackson, Harry? Yeah, that was with Justin Timberlake, wasn't it? Yeah, but I don't. Was it Timberlake that pulled out the nip? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who pulled what out. Maybe it was because that was a huge thing in the industry. Oh yeah, that was a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the official term. That was correct. what they said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I now I've been out on all this stuff. I couldn't care less. I don't understand. I, you know, don't ask me to explain it. Why they keep saying, and maybe it is true that these Swifty fans that aren't football fans will be tuning in just to see the camera pan to her in the box. Yep. In her I have bright a daughter that lipstick. fills that category, Harry. I mean, I just don't understand that. And are, you know, are any of these people going to become football fans? I, I really doubt it because yeah. of this. Like it, all this stuff is nonsense to me. It really yeah. is. The, the NFL loves it because it adds another storyline of yeah. publicity to it. Yeah. Well, if but, I was on Radio Row, I'd be crushing it all week, ah. killing it. Right? <laughs> I don't. I don't give one tenth of one shit about it. So I don't. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, it has nothing to do with me. I don't care. Now, speaking of Taylor Swift, uh, Toby Keith died this week. One Saw of my that. one of my guys, uh, sixty-two years old from stomach cancer, which yeah. I didn't even know he had. By the way. 
Uh, but apparently he he was really tired in the end to Brett Favre, who's a buddy of his. He had all these buddies in the sports world, like from football mm-hmm. to golf. He was big on the PGA Tour. He played a lot of golf with a lot of guys in pro-ams and, mm-hmm. and so forth. And, you know, everybody that kind of came in touch with this guy, you know, loved him. And, you know, he's responsible for bringing Taylor Swift to the really to the music business. Oh, was he the one that discovered her? In Nashville. She was down there as a 15-year-old playing, and he took a liking to her and her talent and got her her first record deal. Wow. Okay? So he's responsible for bringing, putting Taylor Swift into my, into my purview. Yeah. All right? But, I mean, he was always very active with the veterans, you know, uh, both active military and veterans and, and so forth. Did a lot of shows for him and, and just was a great, great American. And it's sad to see him go so soon. But it's funny because Taylor Swift hasn't issued any kind of a statement, yay or nay, about the passing of the guy who's largely responsible for her the being famous. Wow. Yeah. That she has not put anything out on her Twitter. I just checked before the show. And I've looked online and everything, and people are all saying, like, hey, when's the statement coming out? Like, you know, maybe there is none. I don't know. Yeah. You know, well, but, did you check her threads account, Harry? No, I don't. <laughs> I have a threads account and I never go on it. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. I opened it and that was it. Yeah. Well, I I, like, I, yeah, good. It's funny because Instagram always tells you, like, hey, you got three more followers on threads, hoping that you'll go over there. Yeah. Because okay. obviously nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And it's struggling. So I, I see like, oh, I got followers. I couldn't care less. Yeah. I, I'm out on the threads. Yeah. Threads. It's yeah. hanging by a thread. Yeah. It seems from what I understand. <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah. Um, Joey B uh, says, uh, Harry Mert, Netflix, Giselda, good series, only six episodes. Mm. Sophia Vergara is a badass in the That's show. That's the cocaine mom. Yep. In Miami. Mm hmm. And uh, same people that did Narcos. Right. Produced this show. Yes. I have and not watched. I did watch the trailer. Apparently, uh, oh, uh, Dallin, uh, who's uh, married to David Usikinen, mm-hmm. is uh, his her father was in that, like not her father as a character. He was her- associate. Apparently, go back and look at this. Like he was involved in those times down there, wow. and his, you know, he <laughs> as a character is in it. Wow. Yeah, he's being portrayed. Correct. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I, I think I think he might have disappeared and nobody found him. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I, I'm. I I'll do watch, it. watch it. Yeah, I'll watch good. it. I just I, finished Spy. Spy is that that the was one a tr- with, um Sasha Baron Sasha Cohen. Baron Cohen. Yes. Yeah, I watched it. It was great. It's great. It, it was so not what you would expect from him. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a departure, a departure role because he's yeah. usually a comic. Serious, yeah, yeah. This is very serious. He was really good. I thought he was excellent in that. That was out a while ago, but yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that as well. I thought he was great, and it's it. a true story. Yeah, you know, yeah, so interesting. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's a good one to check out for sure. Oh, uh, Ju- Kevin says it was Justin Timberlake that pulled out the nip. What I, isn't um, that what I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just wanted to give you a. Yeah. Uh, your credit there. And uh, Kevin also says, when is the colonel back on? Yeah, well, everybody well, wants when he gets colonel. some Internet that works. All right. All right. Now we're going to have Ray Kub on here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, I saw I, you I re- put that on LinkedIn. Harry. I reached out to him and I got an email for him now. So he wa- he wants to come on. Oh, I hope that, that'd be great. Yeah. Great. So I figured after the work. after the football's totally over after this week, you know, we can go 
we can get him on. But um, did you see? I don't. I don't know if you're paying attention to any of this college basketball. I do. No. Um, <laughs> but locally, we're going to get skunked uh, again. In the tournament again. Yeah, Villanova. They lost mm-hmm. again last night. They're now 12 and 11 overall, five and seven in the Big East for ninth place. And I think there's like 11 teams in that conference. St. Joe, who I really thought had a squad this year that could have gone to the tournament. They can still go, but they got to win their conference tournament, I think, the A-10. I think it's a two-bid league. They're 15 and eight, five and five in the league. LaSalle, 11 and 12, two and eight in the in the Atlantic 10, dead fucking last. Jeez. 10. Nine and twelve overall. One and five in the Ivy. Dead fucking last. Jesus. Temple, eight and fourteen overall. New coach, new regime. One and eight in the American. Dead fucking last. What the only team on? that may have a shot is Drexel. The Dragons. The Dragons are fifteen and eight and eight and two in their conference. They changed the name to the of the conference because the term colonial, I guess, is racist. Uh, but they're eight and two in their first place right now in their league. So I think it's a one bid league. They'll probably still have to win the conference tournament to get in. But that's really, I think, our only hope. And ironically, Drexel lost to both LaSalle and Temple earlier this season. <laughs> Those are not quality losses. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my goodness. The big <laughs> five taking it on the chin. Oh, incredible. That's insane. Well, the Colonel may be. Uh... Stuck in the Barca lounger, then no palester action for right. the Colonel. <laughs> yeah, wow. No, but maybe maybe we could get the Colonel on. Let's try to schedule him for like the March Madness time or conference tournament time, early March. Well, he's got nothing going on, so I think he can right it in <laughs> right. But maybe if you reach out to him now, he can make sure that he has an internet capable of handling the show. He won't. I, I can assure. I could try and get him to do that. He doesn't know how to do any of that, Harry. No. I got to walk him through logging on on his iPad, sitting in the lounge chair. It's a nightmare every time we have him. We everybody knows we love him. Yeah, he's, he's great. Huge, oh, he's the colonel. Plus, he could talk Christ. about any sport. I mean, he, oh, this he, internet with him though is a nightmare. He's tremendous at any sport, not yeah. just college basketball, which he was famous for covering John Cheney for all those years. But is the Big Five any good? Yeah. I'll know. <laughs> but th- here's the other thing now i'm going to end on this um see i come loaded with for these shows i do not Harry. you do not i give the hockey minute <laughs> due respect and that's it uh, it's unbelievable it like, is you know uh the 2026 locally i saw a tweet might have been from the philly voice earlier in the week you know what's going on in 2026 here in not. philadelphia the MLB All-Star Game will be at Citizens Bank Park. Philly oh, really? will be hosting, yes. The PGA Championship comes to Aronimic Golf Club in Newtown nice. Square. Played it. Uh, the NCAA Tournament will have a uh, first and second rounds at the Wells Fargo Center. All right. And the World Cup yeah, will have six that. games in Philadelphia. Let the link. In June, like late June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's we're going to be the epicenter of sport. I know. Can we get a team into the finals that year too? What is it? Twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six. Two to three years away. Yeah, that's the Flyers. They're always two to three years away. <laughs> they're, they're they're two to three years away from being two to three years away. 
It's just a. Just... <laughs> Bob, you're on WIP. Wouldn't he always say that? They're yeah. a year away from being a year away. Yeah. <laughs> never, never had a bad day in my life. Oh, it's so great. Such a <laughs> We got to get him on. I love him. We got to get the chief on. Chief. What's going on, nitwit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a beauty. Oh, so All great. Right. Uh, let's tell the people about Fudge Kitchen, Harry. Let's get let's get people in the mood for in the modality of summer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, original, the yeah. Tell me about it. It's uh, it's like fifty today. It's good. I'm good with that. The official sponsor of Not for Long Media and the IG's podcast, Original Fudge Kitchen, down the Jersey Shore, six locations: Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, Ocean City. They make all of their fudge and treats in store, so that guarantees a delicious, fresh product. Stop by and let them know that we sent you. But if you're not able to visit in person, Go to their website, fudgekitchens.com. They'll ship it to you. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'll I be do way to... too much work for this this show. Yeah, I do all the post work, though. I do the editing and posting. and Editing? What's there to edit? I trim up the beginning and the end. Harry. Oh, that's <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I always add a musical intro and a musical oh, yeah? outro as well. Oh, okay. I, I can assure you it will not be Taylor Swift. Okay. Usually <laughs> it is the band that we've talked about. I'll put, put a put little Toby there. Keith in there. I can get some Toby Keith in there. I mean, let, let me give you some uh, some possible selections. Uh, what, what the hell happened to this? I can can't I Google stand, it, Barry? I can't stand having like multiple windows up all over my computer. Oh, I, I have. That's why I have the multiple screens here. It's a pain in the dick. All right, Toby uh, Keith's like, greatest red day. solo cup. Um, What's the uh, the cowboy song? I saw him live, by the way. Did you know that? that? Right? Yeah. yeah. I went with, uh, back in the early radio days, uh, with one of our colleagues before your time there, you were at WIP, uh, Jeff Harbaugh and I went over to Camden. Not to John him. Harbaugh. No. Should have been a cowboy. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, as good as I once was is one of my favorites. That, the lyrics of that are tremendous. How do you like me now? Beer for my horses. I love this bar. See, this guy spoke to me. Uh, he spoke and, your language, Harry? Yes, and Red Solo Cup <laughs> are some of the best. All right, let's, let's go a little You hear that? This is, should have been a cowboy. That's great. Yeah. High maintenance woman. Let's listen to that. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, he's speaking to me one? too. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the hell is going on here? I've never seen the video. Neither have I. Guy's got the belly hanging out. The whole thing. <laughs> Look at that guitar. All right, I like this oh, one, yeah. Harry, all of a sudden. See? All of a sudden, you're in. <laughs> Gotta get her in. <laughs> I see you laying by the poolside every day. She ain't got a lot on. She ain't got a lot Whoa. to say. I'll tell you, these country videos deliver. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I told you. See what you've been missing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. Rock and roll is over. It's country. It, yeah, it's country. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap oh. it up there. <laughs> All right, your Super Bowl pick. You like uh, Kansas the City. Kansas City. 
Yeah. I'm leaning that way too. I just think that they're they're gonna spag. Oh, spags. Spags is great. He's gonna figure out because Kansas City's their team is their defense and the quarterback. Uh, the defense is great. They're gonna figure out a way to stop McCaffrey. Yeah. And they're gonna force Brock Purdy to win the game. And I'm gonna bet on number 15 over what number 13. Yeah. Okay. Mahomes is just so tough. Yeah. Uh, he just at the right time makes the right play. Yeah. That makes the difference. So yep. yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play Kansas City in the game as well. So Super Plus Bowl two. Sunday. Yeah. Um, Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, we'll recap it next week. And who knows where we'll, what else we'll talk about next week. We'll figure that out when we get there. Um, so, everybody, have a great week. We'll talk to you next time on the Aji's podcast. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to run.